You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Hello. Hey, guys. It is almost done with March. March is almost over. Yeah, I know. It's a great um, month, though. I love March. It's almost Easter. It'll be Easter on Sunday. Yes, and it's John's, like, birthday week, so we're in the middle of celebrating all that, which is a lot of fun. I I love birthdays. I feel like every episode I'm like, this is my favorite holiday or this is my favorite birthday, but I just really love holidays and birthdays so much. Anybody who knows me knows, like, if you don't love celebrating your birthday, you're going to probably hide from me during the week of your birthday yeah pretty much how it works i don't know what i'm doing for my birthday i haven't thought about it i thought about your birthday from when this episode airs i would say i already have your present but and it's wrapped it's in the closet more importantly (laughs) good friday is batman versus superman that's all that matters i I thought you were just gonna say more importantly like it's almost good friday i was like oh cool i didn't know you were really into it's batman versus superman yeah um good friday has now been erased off the calendar sorry catholicism Um, today this year it's all about like there's all this stuff is at target it's at h&m like they have so much i'm sure david's loving that yeah we have already have shirts he bought i have so many batman things. as how does he feel about ben affleck being batman is he okay with it yeah, like, or is he, really he kind cares. of like open to it i think he's just open because the character is so open to interpretation i don't think batman is ever the same with different writers like he's i just saw so like this um what was it it was just kind of like this edit that someone did and it was like all three supermans and all three batmans and it looked amazing. I was like, this is so awesome. That would be very interesting. I it's know. like I feel like it's the Power Rangers. Like you get like different Rangers like they do an all Rangers episode. That's how I feel about Batman. I'm also like, is one of them gonna die? Because I'm really stressed out about that. I'm no. really stressed out about Captain America and Iron Man well, fighting. Captain America super distressed. Probably gonna die, but I know, it's <laughs> no, so sad. I'm very I like, went to Universal the day that he died in the comics and I'm like, You shouldn't be here. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm a nerd. Die already. He's I, been a, he was alive for so many years. Like, sorry that it was mostly frozen. Get over Captain America. It'll be fine. <laughs> I'm also in Charlotte this week, which super relaxing, enjoying a little bit of spring break. We don't have, obviously, real spring break because when you own a business, I feel like you're always on. But John yeah. has real spring break, so, so it's, it's I try to work break. ahead a bit, like, the week before he's going to have, like, a week off so that I can kind of, like, work half time and just kind of, you know, keep up with what I need to keep up with. Yeah, we're like... So, Taking when you a actually, mini vacation. like, start your vacation is, like, well, it's not the end, because I'm not on vacation, but it's when I get back from Atlanta, which is so exciting. Going to the aquarium Yay, to ATL. see someone else. <laughs> I really need to get there, because I feel like everyone's talking about Atlanta all the time now, and I just don't even know what's happening. It's just blown up over the last five or six years, since I haven't graduated high school that long ago. So, I'm like, it's not that, you know, it's been about nine years since I graduated, but in the past five years, I would say, especially in terms of vlogging and in terms of MailChimp having their base there, I think is yeah, the majority of it. Awesome. I think everybody's like, I want to be where MailChimp is. So that's fun that we actually have like a big tech, you know, thing downtown. So it's fun. And I love their ads. I get so excited. My grandma was like, 
what are all these? And I'm like, it's MailChimp, Grandma. It's MailChimp. <laughs> like she didn't understand. Does she have any idea what no, that means? But it, it had been there for so long, you know, before I even came back and saw that MailChimp. Before, I left before MailChimp was a thing. And so when I came back, I was like, oh, these MailChimp banners are so great. And my grandma was like, oh, was that what that is? Like, what What do you do with it? Like, I thought it was like a cartoon. Like, she thought Freddie <laughs> had his own show and that, that's, that's what it was. And I was like, no. <laughs> okay, no. so I feel like it needs to be like life goals to go there and record an episode. Mm, Speak it into probably. existence. Uh, it needs anytime, to happen. Anytime. So today we're talking about um, failures and recovery. And uh, before we had even, like, because we kind of switched the schedule up for what we're talking about all of our episodes just recently, and you added some awesome topics recently, but I just wrote on dealing with failure at Charismatic Concepts. And it's funny because I went in like I was going to write like a how-to, but then I just really just like, we talked about it, like I just like kind of put it all out there and like spilled my guts. She like started crying. <laughs> Celine Dion played in the background. Yes, Celine Dion in the background. <laughs> no, but I just really got like very honest about like my journey and what, you know, failure has meant to me and how it's played a role and whatever. So I'm excited today to kind of talk about how to deal with failure, how to deal with recovering from failure. Because I think that if you are an entrepreneur, or even if you're just a person who is breathing, failure yeah. is inevitable. Exactly. It's going to happen. It starts from like just learning how to walk and having yes. a toddler that falls <laughs> on their face. And while it's hilarious, it's still like they feel like they've failed. So, I mean, failure is in it as human beings. It starts from, you know, being a child. So I feel like a big part of, like, the first thing that to, you know, to conquer is just what is failure? Like, what exactly is it? Right. And basically it's defined as a lack of success. But I mean, <laughs> failure can be a lot of things right. to a lot of people. I think a lot of people, especially, you know, if you're, you know, owning a business, you think about money. But it doesn't have to yeah. be anything to do with money. It's so funny because last night I was in the Black Creative Chat, which we are recording this, like, a couple weeks behind, so don't get confused. Like, yeah. you know, it's, like, still <laughs> mid-March here. Um, but... I was in the chat and they were talking about expendable income and just creating multiple income streams. And it was very interesting, the differences between people who you could tell have gone through failure because they're just like, you know, your success is not built on your money versus the people who are like, if you're not making money, you're not doing anything. Kill yourself. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, there is a lot of yeah, that though. Like, define, mm -hmm. People define their success as different and I, differently. And that's why I don't think as being online that other people's opinions should matter to you as much as you think they should because people have different criteria for what is a success versus what is a failure like there are so many different ways that you can define success online and so um it's just important to know that you need to set that boundary that you know that boundaries and everything for yourself like you don't need to have everybody else tell you what your success or what your failure is so if you launch a project product and it doesn't make this amount of money that doesn't mean it's necessarily a failure it just means that you didn't reach your goal how can you redo it to reach your goal maybe that product wasn't the product that you needed to be it's just not always monetary gain in my opinion when it comes to failure and success yeah I think that like growing up without a lot of money for a long time especially when I first started my business I really measured everything by the bottom line like if I wasn't making money I was like if it don't make dollars it don't make sense that was kind of like my philosophy but now I feel more like at the end of the day, I feel like I failed if I don't complete a task that I want to complete. Now, that's not to say that, like, I might start a project and then halfway through right. realize this isn't for me. Like, it's not I'm helping out. me grow. Like, it's not I, it's not enjoyable. So I'm going to, like, dip out and I've decided it's not, you know, furthering me along in my journey. That's fine. But if there's something that I'm like, oh, I really want, even if it's as simple as, like, just this blog post. Like, I want to write this blog post and then I just keep 
failing to do so and finish, you know what I mean? Like failing to finish some things that are actually important. And then also for me lately, it's been like, I don't want to fail to properly take care of myself. I think that that's something a lot of entrepreneurs do. And I'm like, I want to make sure that I'm putting health first and I'm putting, you know, friends and family as well, like working on those relationships, not letting those relationships fail. So that's kind of been my emphasis more than money, which I still, I love money. Money is great. I'm a fan. (laughs) And of course, like there's a certain level that I would be like, oh yes, maybe I deeply failed if if my bank account didn't look a certain way, but it's definitely not the way to measure everything. Right. And I also just think it's just very personal. It's not about, like I said, like if your bank account is in the negatives, I mean, statistically you probably are failing right now, but if that's because you started out at more negative and it's yeah, more positive absolutely. like you should always it's all know, relative like, yeah exactly you know your own journey you know your own um successes and failures so you just need to think about being in your own space and not worrying about other people's spaces either because i think sometimes people try to classify what other people are doing as success and failure like somebody launches an ebook they're like i didn't see a lot of people tweeting about it that must have bombed like that's not your business my and you don't even know right this person exactly they could have like a a built-in group of like followers on their email list or whatever who are all purchasing things or say things on social media doesn't mean that it's not happening and i think this generation needs to realize that people don't always want to put all of their business on the internet it's shocking. I would say that's a big thing I think for a lot of people is they measure successes and failures by how many likes they're getting right. or who's interacting with them online or how their life is appearing online, what their right. Instagram feed looks like. So or I feel like there's a lot like of that. income reports say, because then I can know that you're a success or you're exactly. a failure. <laughs> I'd say, well, there's, there, you know, failure happens to all of us, basically. Some way, some shape, some form. There's just, like you said, it pretty much begins like when we're babies and continues on. I think if you're trying to constantly learn and evolve and grow, I I imagine it continues until you're really old. I I don't know. I feel like I, you know, am still experiencing failure in different ways in my life, which is fine. Right. Because I'm exploring and learning and, you know. So I think that it happens forever, I would imagine. (laughs) I I don't don't know. I mean, like, look, we just said Captain America is going to die. So if Captain America can fail, like, I mean, everyone. Everyone. (laughs) That's so true. (laughs) Please make that into, like, a tweetable. Like, like, when you guys in the movie comes out in May, remember this episode and tweet that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I think, yeah, it happens all of the time. It's never ending. You may go through times in your life where you're not failing and you're doing amazing and you're just killing it, and you're killing the game, and then the next week, you may, like, you can't even get up on time, you can't even, you know, work out, you can't even respond to emails on time, or a client gets angry, like, those things happen, it's a part of life, I think you just go through life learning from your failures, like, you just fail, and then you you move on. I say, I think it's really important to, like, accept it when you fail, like, to just be able to accept it and come to terms with it and allow yourself to feel those emotions, whatever emotions they may be. If you need a day, if you need a few days, if you need, you know, depending on obviously how big of a failure it was, depends on how long it's going to take to recover. But it's like, don't shield yourself from the feelings of it. It's okay to be upset if things don't turn out your way or if you worked really hard on something and it didn't quite work the way that you thought it would. But it's also important to accept like, yes, you did fail. It was a failure. However, that doesn't mean that you are a failure. That that one thing does not define you, basically. I've talked about this before, just in a little detail, when we talked about newsletters, because I love their newsletter, but Jen and Omar of These Are Things 
wrote this amazing post and they spoke about it like for their conferences for like I think a year they did kind of like a conference loop where they talked about how they just failed big time and they have like a print shop and so they you know got all this money they got so excited and they went to the National Stationery Show which is a big deal it's in New York City it's for like a week or so but it's really really expensive and so they just you know didn't quantify how much it would cost to you know drive up there or you know rent you know though they didn't flew and then they had to like get all their stuff for their space and they just spent all this money to basically where they had to move back home and they lived with their parents and kept going and rebuilding their business and they're doing great they're doing fine now but it was just so honest and authentic of them to just put out that they failed and especially in the print space because that happens all the time like I'm not winning dollar dollar bills having a print shop I do it because I, I knew that if you put too much into it too fast, you will go bankrupt, basically. It's very easy to fall on your face in the print industry. And so it's, especially, like, in the greeting card industry in general, like, gifts and everything. Because it's physical product and they're expensive. Yeah. And you have Let's to... say if you want to do it right, and I know that, like, that's something that you've talked to me about before because I've asked you about the process and you've walked me through it. And, like, something that's always been important to you has been, like, high-quality products, high-quality right. paper, high-quality printing, like, the whole it's process. Very high and so it's you do expensive. it right, so, of course, you know. It's expensive, and that's why I keep low quantities, and rightfully so, because nobody... I'm not making, like, tons and tons of orders, whereas other people are, and that may be fine. It might be great, you know, right now, but then... Something else may become in style, like say you were doing like floral watercolor illustration, which is in style again now, but like five years ago it wasn't. Like hand lettering and you know, these really modern like illustrations were in style five years ago. So you probably, your sales probably tanked. And if you quit and you had to quit, then you know, you fail. But now watercolor is back in. So I go down and I see all these watercolor cards and all this beautiful watercolor work on clothes, a lot of the patterns. So things just come in ebbs and flows. Trends happen. Don't base I feel like it's really difficult to base your success especially when it it's built on trends yeah because yeah. I think about like the reason why rifle paper company is so successful and Anna said it herself is that nobody was doing what she was doing yes when she absolutely. launched like she would have that she has her own style yeah. and there's people who copy her but they just don't do it as well like you can tell like I, I can look at something and be like oh I can see what they're trying right. to do but it's just right. not quite there yeah but yeah. she was going it was still letterpress was still heavy like that classic like you know the like new england styled like serif and letterpress and like bold navies and nautical and she came into the you know greeting card gang was like look at these flowers they're amazing and everybody was like whoa here's the, like a funny like thing that a lot of people don't know about me is like i hate flower prints so much but I love hers and like they're hands down the only ones I like like when people buy me things that like have flower prints on them and I feel like they're you know they're trying to be nice but I'm like oh my god I hate like I hate them all I don't know why like I and I feel like I'm pretty like feminine for the most part but god flower prints just like I hate them I almost think because in the 90s and I was talking about this one of the girls I just worked out with her daughter had daisy shorts on and I'm like, I had a pair of shorts that were just like that. That's and so I, funny. I think they're hideous. And so <laughs> I, I'm like, I remember hating, you know, hating them then. Because I think in the 90s, everything was really like floral and in your face. Like, yeah. It was so bad. Like it was not good. I think the colors that Anna Bond uses for flowers yeah, very... really make me like love them. Like yeah. I can't really put it into words, but there's something about like the color. I feel like it's very secondary palette. She's not very like primary palette. She's very secondary. And then she goes even into like... You know, she just keeps things clean and simple while using colors that emote 
Like, yeah. She's really inspired by Paris a lot, and she loves Paris. I think it's one of her favorite cities. And so you can notice that I feel like a lot of the things that she does emotes that color, like color schemes from the places that she's talking about. Like she does a lot of around the world calendar things, and you can tell she chooses colors specifically that remind her of that place, which is awesome. Like, yeah, I love when anyone does it. Any artist that can just emote in a way that's not in your face. Yes is awesome but failure I mean like I said the failure is so big in a lot of industries and especially online businesses having the creative agency up until um there's a show and I don't remember the name it was on EMT the pitch and so yeah, a lot yeah. of the guys on the pitch like they had failed because they were advertising agencies and mm-hmm. you know advertising agencies aren't doing as well as they used to um traditionally and so it was interesting to see these guys trying to get these pitches that were like keeping the lights on you know they were about to lose their buildings they were getting evicted and so it happens to everyone like it just it, things happen you just have to kind of deal with it so as important as I feel like it is to you know accept it and you know come to terms and accept all the emotions that come along with failing I feel like after you've gotten to that point where you've let it you know take its course I feel like it's important not to dwell too much on the past and to kind of move forward and learn from what's happened. So for example, like we were just talking about those who build their business on trends, like you do it once, then you learn, like you're not going to do right. that again. Um, for me, like it was kind of like jumping before now that's why I'm so cautious about everything. I feel like I jumped into something before I was fully aware of what it would look like five years down the road right. when I did get successful and I built a success that I ended up feeling trapped in, which is what I wrote about. And so now I know it, which is why, you know, it took me a year and a half to start doing consulting because I wanted to make sure that it was something that if I built a successful right. business five, 10 years down the road, I'm still going to enjoy doing it. I'm going to love it. And I'm not going to feel trapped because at the end of the day, again, even if you're making money, if you aren't loving what you do, it's, you know, it's not going to feel so great. So I think that it's really, really important to be able to learn from your failures. And that's, that's how you learn. I mean, you just get out there, you actually do something. And then when you fall short, you say, okay, what didn't go correctly this time? And what can I change next time to nail it? I think you're close to failure. And just like, it was a personal failure. I think that's like what we talked about. You can't define, let others define your failure because outward appearance you're successful like you were I mean you still are but you really were like people did wouldn't think of you as failures so I think that post probably that's what people, made it so hard yeah, people for were me. like what are you talking about like you were doing yeah. great you were booked out until this time and you had all I feel like clients. that's what make it so made it so hard is like to sit here and build a business and everything that goes along with that to drop out of school for the business to sell my car for my first camera did you all, like take all these risks see them pay <laughs> yeah. off And then to, like, be like, okay, I kind of want to walk away from this. Now, people are just, you know, people, I was afraid that people would judge me and be like, well, you're stupid. You know what I mean? And I was also, like, I I mean, but there probably are people who think that, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. 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 You're at a point where you're just like, I've already, because you took a year and a half, you dealt with it, so when you're ready to do it. And I said it it out loud a lot. That was, like, big for me. Like, I would talk to you about it all the time. (laughs) Like, anytime that I was in a creative group, I would kind of, like, say kind of, you know, talk, not necessarily about feeling trapped um, yeah, in my just, old career, but I would talk about the options of that that new path over and over to really get comfortable with the idea and to, ha- you know, kind of to get that approval right. that you guys would be, like, not saying, well, that would be crazy for you to do. Like, you guys were kind of like, yeah, no, that makes perfect yeah, sense. because we have our heads screwed on correctly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have those people around you that can help you deal with your failure as well because when you go through something, 
it kind of sucks to go through it alone. Like, I mean, sometimes it's better depending on what the failure is, but sometimes you really do need to validate yourself with a group of people who can say, no, it was not as terrible as you yeah, think you, you are. Yeah, that's so huge. And that's why I think, like, it was not as... For me, not, it was, yeah. like, huge. And for you guys, like, you probably wrote the post like, and yeah. you're like, oh, this is nice, but, like, we already know this and it's fine. <laughs> like, like, it's it's okay. Like, you will be fine. You will fly. Like, you will not jump off the ledge and fall on your face. And I try to think about, because I don't feel like, career-wise, I haven't had any, I feel like, major failures. And personally, just because I don't... Put the, like, I'm very calculated about the things I do, and I've been that way since, like, childhood. Like, I'm very calculated, so I know if this doesn't reach this goal, then scale back and come back later. I just I just rearrange the schedule, so to speak. I don't really feel like, oh, this if this didn't happen, I'm gonna die. Like, I, I was in an ebook for, like, a collaborative ebook with a group of women, and I was like, I just did it. Literally, it took me two seconds to write my page. It took, like, you know, a couple seconds to edit it. They put it out. And I made some money from it, but I didn't think I was going to make, like, yeah. I'm not going to write income report. Well, because you're, you're, like, defining su- success how you want. So, for yeah. you, the success was Just writing getting, something exactly, that was yeah, good content. Exactly. And getting it done on time so I could actually be in the book. <laughs> um, I had, a, like, a newborn baby. I was like, I, I remember that was, like, really quick. You're like, by the way, I'm going to be in the ebook. Okay, Yeah, bye. seriously. <laughs> somebody, like, messaged me. Like, they, they called me out extra on a Facebook group, and they're like, do you want to be in it? Like, it's going to, like, we're going to, you know, publish it soon. I was like, okay, I'll do that right now. Okay, this ebook, you know, buy it if you want. People did buy it, but it wasn't like I didn't quit my job over it and I didn't expect to. I think you have to be realistic with your expectations. And I think that also helps you avoid feeling so bombarded with failure. I think probably the biggest, I guess, failure I've had this year is not getting accepted to speak at, you know, a certain conference, which to me I was just like, Okay, I'll keep applying somewhere else. I just feel like I don't I don't take things as difficult just because I haven't had anything that I feel like was impactful enough on this part of my career. Before like working a nine to five, I'm sure there were things that I thought were big deals. Like, my boss said no to me this week on yeah. my idea. Oh no. Like it's calm down. <laughs> it's not that serious. So I haven't had anything as life changing as you where you go in and you're like, I'm switching my whole business, throwing all that out the window. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's big deal. Like that's serious. It, it, it definitely is. It definitely was huge for me. Yeah. And, um, again, it's it's just one of those things that shows you, like, it's not necessarily what other people think will be. Right. Like, to me, it's like, okay, I was making money and having a solid career and feeling respected in my industry and having people think my job is great. And that, to me, that was part of the whole problem. Like, yeah. that made it harder to walk away. Um, so, yeah, I definitely think that you know, I feel like it's it's so important to define failure how you want to define it. And yeah. I think because I was so obsessed with thinking of that as a failure, that's what made it such a big right. failure. Not necessarily that it was, but just that I no, was I mean, it was a it. personal failure to you. Like, I yeah. feel like that's valid in yourself. Like, it was personal. Outwardly, no, you were still making money and you're not, like, you're fine. But um, <laughs> <laughs> internally, it was a struggle to yeah. deal with that. Because, it. I mean, I feel like you said you gave up so much to make that decision in the first place to create the business. And then you're like, well, I guess none of those things matter. Go to do something else. And like, that's a big deal. Like it's. So speaking of that, like approval is such a big part of the process, like whether we're getting it from ourselves or for other, from others or whatever. So I think that, you know, that really comes into play because at the end of the day, like it's, you know, it's great to have approval from others, but when it comes to how you define failure and success, I think that, you know, really your own voice should speak the loudest. Yeah, you should totally be the person who defines what that is for you. Like, 
It's great having, I mean, unless you're in business with a partner, then you both should be involved. Yeah, sit down and talk <laughs> that's kind of important. It. That's important. But if you're working on your own or your own, even your own daily personal, you know, failures, you should be able to say, you did okay, get back up and try it again. Or, wow, that's a terrible idea, don't ever do that again. <laughs> um, nobody else is going to be able to, to define that for you, but you should also, like, I, I'm really big on having support groups, especially when things like this happen, when you go through big failures, because you may struggle to come out of it. And I think a lot of people, especially introverts, sometimes we get in our heads and we make things a lot worse yes. than they actually seem. <laughs> <laughs> and so the process of just having the conversation, explaining out loud, just so someone else can either validate, like, oh yeah, that's like that's serious, or they say, it's okay. It's you will survive. Like you will, and you probably will always survive from something. Like you will move on, you will do something different. And it's scary and it's like overwhelming but you you will be fine like it's it's okay and I think when you're starting like a new project or a new venture or you know even writing a blog post or you know doing a podcast or whatever it is that you're doing I think it's important to kind of say to yourself okay well what to me would mean that this project is successful and what would you know it be as a failure and if it does fail how am I going to handle that yeah. and what am I going to do you know to kind of like make it better to get through it. So you're just kind of prepared. You know yeah, what I, mean? I, I think that's what it is. I'm very prepared. Like, yeah, I mean, like I was like a podcast. If one person listened to it, that's great. More than one person has obviously listened to it. And it's like, I mean, I don't know which is our, still so yeah. crazy like, to me. To like whenever like we hear the new stats and stuff, I'm like, people hear us? <laughs> people are listening. Or then like people like tweet at us. Like you guys would not believe like how surprised they am. Like I'll text you know, Angel will be like, oh my god, like, somebody asked us somebody questions. Like, it's like just, a five-star review, and I was like, somebody wrote a review. I don't know, it's like, it's awesome, it's crazy. but it's very, it's still, like, very surprising to me. Yeah, I, my goal literally is, like, have a couple people listen to it. That was the goal. I was like, if more than one person listens to it, that's amazing. That's I, it's, it's really funny, I don't think I thought beyond, like, the brand and the topics. Like, I don't even, like, think I really thought, because, I don't know, I just didn't even get to that, like... Because once we actually started picking it up, it went quickly. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we took a long time to prep everything. Yeah. But once like we once it happened, it start, like we started to do everything very quickly. Right. And so we once we started recording, everything took off. And I don't even think I had time to really think about other people. Right. Like, I was just so used to this being, like, a you and me project. Yeah. So. so but, very... I mean, to me, now it's been even more of a success than I initially thought. Right. Because at the end of the day, I guess what I thought was... Well, I love to talk to you, and I love to talk to you about business, so, so if I can talk recording. to you about business for yeah. an hour every week and enjoy it, then that's great, because I'm already doing that, and why not record it? So, I mean... Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it just ended up working out even better than I thought. It's fantastic. So I think that celebrating is really big, like celebrating... Um, you know, small successes and, you right. know, just everything along the way. I know that I just texted you the other day, and I was like... When's your blog anniversary? And then I texted Melissa too. And it's like, I didn't explain to her. Like, you and I had kind of talked about it, but oh, I just gave just her like, no explanation. And she's, like, and she's just like, uh, why? But I'm like, <laughs> I just feel like it's something I'm like, you know, I just want to get you guys like a cupcake and be like, because you don't think about it, I think, from day to day. But honestly, to run a business and do all the other things that we do and keep up with our like personal slash business blogs is a lot going on. Yeah. And I think that, you know, we kind of, you know, when it comes to monetary things or big projects with work, we're like, oh, let's celebrate the success. But I think that we forget the little, which are not so little things like yeah. making sure that our blogs are running as well. I know. Well, everybody that I started blogging at the same time I've been 
everybody's like, is our 10 year? And I'm like, is it? And I'm like, yeah, it's been 10 years. Um, so it's been 10 years on this. I mean, there's content that you can't see, but it's, it's on the back end from 10 years ago. I would never let you read it. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, it's been a decade of me having this space and doing like different things. And I've done things that have bombed and weren't good ideas. And I've gone and deleted it. I've changed the domain name. I've gone in so many different directions so but it's, it's just 10 years of growth and, yeah, and exactly. continuing it's to do the like work which is awesome about it. yeah like if you don't put in the work then I wouldn't see t- if I quit when my first post only got a comment then I wouldn't be here 10 years later being like hey this is my thing and I still have you know like internet friends that knew me from when I started my blog and they're like I can't believe like they were blogging at the same time and they stopped and they're like I can't believe that you can still do this like why would you still do it I'm like I just it's part of me now. Like I enjoy. Yeah, I couldn't about imagine much, not doing it. Yeah, it's been. It's part really of my funny life. because whenever I think like, oh, I need to scale back. What can I cut out? And I'm like, never that, never that. <laughs> <laughs> got a blog. You're like, like, I can scale back anything else. <laughs> anywhere else, like, but I got to do that. It just makes me. I don't know. It just makes me happy. Yeah. So um, but I think that when we get to like, I don't know, we should pick like a a number of episodes, and when we get to that episode, we should like just record with champagne in our hands. I think, like, I feel like that's so much better than just having a toast. Like, we should actually, like, record the episode while drinking champagne. And then we'll get yelled at, and our reviews will be like, that was the worst episode. I think it'll be really fantastic. I think we'll have lots of great ideas. I think every podcast that I know, like, they celebrate, like, usually 100 is, like, the key. But I feel like if we get to 50, So far, I was just thinking, we did 50, I was just going to say that. We'll, like... We'll celebrate. I was like, that's a really long way away. What number is this? This is like 17? I don't think it's that many. I think it'll be like 15. Okay. Yeah, I think it's 15. Let's say I'm like ahead in my mind. But yes, no, I think that when we get to 50, we'll do something. That'll just be like champagne in the studio type of night. And then when we get to 100, then I'm going to be like, let's go to Disney. (laughs) And you're going to be like, Again. No. <laughs> Again. My daughter will be like eight by the time we go. Oh, I don't God. know. I can't do the math. She'll be like three. No, we, if we keep to our recording schedule, we'll get yeah. there pretty quickly. That's funny. Um, so I feel like, you know, one of just the biggest things is just changing your definition of failure and redefining what failure means to you. I feel like we've talked about that, but I mean, I just, I feel like it's so important because to me, like, um, each failure just brings me closer, like one step closer to my ultimate goal because I'm learning from that failure. So it's to me, like, I kind of want to fail because I (laughs) noticed that the more the the more little failures that I have, have the faster I get to where I need to be. You know what I mean? Like it helps me. (laughs) Exactly. It helps me realize it along the way. Like when I started developing uh, my plan for consulting, um, I went through a lot of trial and error of what was going to work best. Right. And the, the faster that I learned, oh no, this is not good, this does not work, the better program I was able to build. Um, so I think that, you know, the more try, like we were talking about systems a few weeks ago, and I know that you had said, you know, one of those things that you have to accept is just that a, a system's going to break eventually and you're going to need to rebuild it, right. you know, for where you are at currently. And saying that, like, just blew my mind right open because I just, for me, I was like, I'm going to build one system for everything and ride it out forever. And when you said that, I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. And this is why there's parts of my business that are not efficient right now. So again, I went through that process of, starting a new thing over which I mean the old one kind of failed it succeeded for a while and then it didn't work anymore and kind of doing that whole trial and error again of how does this system work for me is it going to be good and you know just again quick failures 
many of them so that I can get to that overall like large success at the end. Yeah, and they do say if you fail, fail quickly so you can yes. move on. Don't yeah, dwell on absolutely. it. Don't let it be like a ten year in the making failure. Um just fail as fast as you can and get back up. That's a big sports thing. They're like if you fall, fall quickly and get back up. Um let's say man, if if we could be like I think if like introverts and creatives could think of it in like sports terms, because from sports they really do move oh, on. Oh maybe that's from what's it. wrong with me. Well, I never like, I thought about it. Identify with a lot of the things people say because things are much more emotional. I think it's probably because I was in sports for so long. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's dead in my soul. I would say, like, when <laughs> you, you lose games they, it's all quick the time. For them. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't be down and out because you lost the game. Let's say you lose a game and then you're back, you're like, the training the next, next day. Yeah, like, it's it's very quick. Or you mess up a play and then you're yeah. back or out there immediately. Or you have, like, a doubleheader game where you lose one game. You still got to play another one in 20 seconds. So suck it up and deal with it. Like, yeah. You don't have time to reflect on things being a personal failure. And I think that comes from also working with the team. Because even if you're the person who, you know, basically bombs something or makes a mistake, you're not the only person who did it. Like, there are several little mistakes that happen to why you lose a game, basically. So that's... I think that that can be, like, a big difference, too, between, like, having your own business or working with somebody else. Because at least if you work with someone else, you can be like, oh, we all fell together. But then when it's just you, you're like, this is all my fault. So, I mean, I think that a lot of, like, solopreneurs, as, you know, people call them, um, deal with that a lot. (laughs) I know, you hate, like, all the words. I'm like, I'm I'm not allowed to say solopreneur, and I'm not allowed to say... um, what is it? Not squad, but tribe. The tribe. That tribe. is like. What is the whenever other Whenever I Mompreneur. see someone, whenever I see someone write like anything about tribe, you I think immediately think of you. And you see my disapproving face. <laughs> I do like. I, so this is like an off-topic story, but um, my friends wanted to go see the host. That's okay. Stephanie Meyer, and I knew it was gonna be terrible because I don't like Twilight. Yeah. And I just knew it was gonna be awful because I watched the trailer. I was like, okay, you make me do this. You guys are going to have to go see it. I think um, it was a horror movie that came out the same, like, year and a couple months later. I think it was, it was, I forgot what it was. It was the one where, like, it was very recent. And so anyway, we went to go see the host, and the whole time I sat with my friend and I made, like, one face. And it's the same face that I feel like the tribe face, and she calls it the host face. So whenever she says something, I give her the, the face. She's like, face? the host face, don't do it. Well, yeah. It's approving. I think it's the tribe face, because you yeah, just did it right now, and that's pretty oh, that much word. the tribe. Like, <laughs> oh, man. And it's great, word. because a lot of times when we're recording, you make it for different things, oh, gosh, but no it. one knows. <laughs> I don't know. I think about like when I really, really made it like two weeks ago for something you said. Yeah, I know exactly I, what you're talking I about. Like, ah, I can't even because I don't agree. It's so I funny. don't agree. It's just like it's like the circumstances about it was funny, so I was just like, yeah, oh, that thing. I was dying laughing inside. I feel like we keep it together back here much better than people. But on the end side. Like, I know some podcasts do the whole, like, oh, we're going to YouTube. And I'm like, I don't know that we can do that yet. I'm, <laughs> I could. I just, I, hey, blame me. I, dude, I'm all right. Don't blame Charisma because she's nice, but you come to my tweets <laughs> and blow it up. I'm not going for the beehive. That's all that matters. Like, no, yeah. I, stay away from you, the beehive. You with Beyonce. Well, you're a part you're of the beehive, the so internet. it's fine. Like, I mean, you're fine. Like, you're you're okay. in the beehive, which is awesome. Like, stay out of it. So this quote like really speaks to me. It's from Ellen DeGeneres, who I absolutely love. She's amazing. She's interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I love her. But um, she said, it's failure that gives you the proper perspective on success. I feel like that's just, you know, that's very valid. Um, You know, it's failure that gives you the proper perspective on success. So I think that in order to really appreciate where you are now and the journey that you've taken, 
you are going to have to fail along the way. So don't be afraid to fail. And remember that it doesn't mean that you are a failure. It just means that you had a failure and you can move <laughs> past it and be a complete success. That's true. Like you had a failure. That's a good way to look you, yeah, at it. Yeah, you had a failure. You are not a failure. Yeah. But you can be a success, you know. True. You are a success no matter what you do. So, so um, go ahead and Facebook us, Instagram us at Heart and Hustle Podcast. You can tweet us at Heart Hustle Pod. And you can get some behind-the-scenes stuff on Snapchat. Just follow me at Charisma Moran. And I have some fun questions that I'm going to ask Angel. And she's going to love it. Yay! I bet I completely forgot about them. <laughs> because I just worked out. I'm the sweatiest workout we've done It's okay. This we'll year. do, like, uh, I'll just, like, focus on the books. And, and then you can, like, say your, you know, it's you like can a, say it. But we'll just look at like the books. It's like a podcast looking at a book. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, yeah, there's fun behind-the-scenes stuff on there that um, I'm going to be recording, right, like, right. every week. So yes. go check it out. <laughs> All right. We will see you guys next week.